0: You are listening to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. On every episode, I talk about how to stand up and battle those beasts in your life so that your life can be filled with hope, strength, and courage. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Make sure that you follow and sign up for updates so you never miss a new episode. For direct access, you can visit my website at ValerieSilvera.com slash podcast. You are not alone. I am standing with you. Hello, everybody. So good to see you tonight. Wanted to come and talk to you a little bit tonight about fear. More importantly, overcoming fear. Because I really, really, really firmly believe that fear is one of the main reasons, if not the main reason, that we don't go out and really shine our light in this world. We don't go out and really make something of ourselves. We don't take chances. We don't overcome because we're afraid. And fear is about one of the most powerful emotions we have. And it just keeps us from everything that's good. It really, really, truly does. That's why I teach, I coach, I guide people on how to build courage on. And there's a lot, a lot to that. There's a lot to becoming a courageous person, but it's worth whatever it takes for you to get there. There's freedom when you live without fear controlling you. There's no such thing as an absence of fear. It's not as if you can completely 100% eliminate fear. I don't think that's really possible because we're human and there are scary things in this world. But there are two reasons, two main reasons that we fear. Number one is that we don't know the future, right? We don't have a crystal ball. Nobody has a crystal ball. I don't care who thinks they know and can predict the future. Not really to any degree of certainty can anybody predict the future. There are too many moving parts, too many if thens that could happen for anybody to ever, ever predict the future with any degree of certainty. Certainly not me. So we're left not knowing about the future. That uncertainty, we don't like that. It scares us. It frustrates us. We don't like it. Right? Agreed? Hey, if you're out there, press that heart button when, you, uh, when I say something that uh, resonates with you because um, we want to get everyone inter- being interactive here in this Facebook Live. So number one is that we are uncertain because of the future. We don't know what the future holds, and that kind of scares us. It's that apprehension. We are afraid to plan or to make decisions because we don't know what in the heck the future holds. Hello, Kathy. So that's one reason we fear, right? Kathy, I know you know because you're in my still standing tribe coaching membership. Thank you. You love the hat. Those of you who are going to listen to this later on a podcast, you have no idea what my hat looks like, but it's kind of cool. So We don't know what the future holds, and that scares us, right? That's one reason. The other reason is that we don't have control. Okay, so here's the deal. If you could figure out how to predict the future with with a degree of certainty and have control over everything, my gosh, then you have no fear, right? (laughs) Well, that is not life. That's not life. Life is scary. Life is tough. There are things that are always going to come at us that we didn't expect. There are the unknowns. And most of our lives are out of control. Now, I don't mean to say, oh, my gosh, you're all out of control. (laughs) What I mean is that there are very few things in this life that we can control. It is. What what can you control? Let's get right down to the brass tacks here. I wonder why people say the brass tacks. Hmm, I'll have to look that up. What's, where did that come from? <laughs> Get right down to the bottom line here. And you need to hear this tonight, Diane, then I'm glad you are here. The only thing we can control, things, they all go together. What we can control are our thoughts. You guys, the battle is for your mind. I'm telling you right now, the battle is for your mind. If the beast can control your thoughts, everything else is gravy. So it starts with our thoughts, which is basically our attitude, right? Our, our thinking, our, the quality of our thinking. What, how, what do we think about? How do we think about things? And then of course, because everything starts with a thought, we can control our words. I know it feels like you can't half the time, but you really can if you try. <laughs> we can control our words and we can therefore control our actions, right? Thoughts, words, and actions. That's really the only thing that we have complete control over, right? Well, all, we have all control over that. Nobody else is controlling your thoughts. Nobody else is controlling your words and nobody else is controlling your actions unless you're letting them. So that's it. So don't let that scare you. It's just a fact. But what happens is we fight it, right? It's like you're trying to fight gravity. You're trying to fight the fact that the sun comes up in the morning and, and rises at night. I mean, rises in the morning and sets at night. You're trying to fight things that just are. Right? We're trying to fight the fact that we can't control things yet. We keep trying, right? Anybody relating to this, we keep trying to control what people say, what they do, what they think, situations, circumstances, parties, events. We're trying to control all sorts of things that we have no control over. And what does it leave you? It leaves you frustrated, right? It seems that so you, you feel like a loser. That's how I felt, Ult, my ultimate, you know, going to the brink here with the beast and trying to control everything and living in paralyzing fear is what I call it. Can anybody relate to paralyzing fear? Becky, I get it. I'm telling you what, even when things are going great in our life, we brace ourselves, What like what's gonna happen? Oh no, what if things stop being great? What if they don't stop being great? What if they continue to be great? but we spend so much time in fear, right? We're so scared of what might happen, what could happen in the future. But what if, but what if this happens? Well, what if it doesn't? So it starts with our thinking. So we have, you know, our thinking, our words and our actions. That's what we can control. But because we want an outcome, Even though deep down, you know, you can't control another person. You can't control a situation. Deep down, you know this, yet you keep doing it. And when I say you, I mean we, because I, you know, I still have to fight this sometimes too. We still have that need to control because somewhere we think that if we can somehow control it, then we don't have to be afraid because we can live with more certainty, right? So at the beginning of this, what I said is there are two Reasons main reasons that we live in fear number one because we don't have control and number two because we don't know the future Those are the two things because our futures out of our control And we don't even know what the heck it is even if we could control it So that's what's kind of funny too. We're trying to control things even though we have no idea what the future holds What if the plan is completely different? than where you're pushing and striving and beating your head against the wall so now that doesn't mean that we shouldn't plan and that we shouldn't, you know, take action and, 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 you know, work toward things, but we have to be flexible. Anybody ever worked toward something and then like the, you know what, hit the fan or something completely different showed up in your life. We've all experienced that. Yes. And now we want to control. We do. We have a desire to control, but it's foolhardy, right? I mean, it's it's foolish of us to keep trying to control things that we can't control because when we do that, we're frustrating the you-know-what out of ourselves. We're doing it to ourselves, all of this control. So it's not knowing the future. Thank you. Thank you, Becky, for saying you love my hat. It's called Bad Hair Day. Thank you, Lord, for hats. So um, so, what do we do about it? I guess this is really what you're, you're getting down to. And I can only do so much here on a, on a quick message to you. Uh, If you want to really work more on this, you should belong to my Still Standing Tribe coaching membership because we talk about all sorts of things and we will have our January coaching this coming week and it's going to really tie in and get us started in the right direction for 2020. Before I get going a little further, I first want to say that um, if you think that some people don't get scared because they act like they're not afraid, you're wrong. People do get scared. Everyone gets scared, no matter what somebody's trying to act like, no matter how they're trying to portray themselves. Everybody has fears. Everybody has apprehensions. Um, No matter how strong of a person you are, you're going to sometimes feel fear. So we're not going to be able to eliminate fear. Now, if we could just eliminate fear, you know, wouldn't that be great if I just had some kind of a session I could give you on how to eliminate fear and you'd be good to go (laughs) because fear is what's keeping you holding you back from so, so, so much in life. But there is a remedy. I can't tell you how to eliminate fear because I don't think it's possible. The world has too many scary things. I mean, we're scared of losing people. We're scared of the future. We're scared of our health. Maybe as we age, we're, we're you know, maybe you're afraid of death. There are a lot of things that we, that are naturally fearful. Fearful? Yes. Fearful situations, naturally. Hello, Jody. Naturally that we're going to fear. So if the fact of the matter is that life can be scary and there are things to be afraid of in this lifetime, what can we do about it? The remedy for fear is courage. It's building courage. It's becoming stronger. It's becoming a more courageous, resolved person. And it really starts with my action number one of the nine actions, which is to decide to stand up and fight. Stand up and fight for your life. I mean, you hear me say this, I'm sure you've heard me say this and I'm gonna put it up here in just a moment, but we really should fight as if our lives depend on it, because it does. Here, I'm gonna put this up right here. Fight as if your life depends on it, because it does. It might not be your very life. You know, you might not be fighting for your very life, although some of you may be. But I'm talking about really a life of joy and happiness and peace and purpose and overcoming fear and standing strong and and being able to to be happy in the face of, you know, scary world events or scary events in your personal life you're going to have to fight for faith. You're going to have to fight for peace. This stuff doesn't really come naturally to us, or we fight against it. And so fight as if your life depends on it because it truly does depend on it and it is up to you. So what we do in action number one is we make a decision, right? We decide, okay, I'm done with this. I was living in paralyzing fear. Can anyone relate to paralyzing fear? That terminology that I came up with. I don't know, maybe someone else has come up with it in the past, but that I had come up with, paralyzing fear. So afraid of what was around the next corner. And I'm not talking about next year, next month. I'm talking about next moment. So afraid I was. And I had a, a lot going on that was scary in my life, but the biggest one was my daughter on her roller coaster from hell with her addiction beast it scared the hell out of me and um, <clears throat> excuse me and so i felt as if i was afraid to make a decision afraid not to make a decision i was just scared to death i could i felt like i just had to wait until things smoothed out i had to wait until something else happened i had to wait until something different came along i had to wait until circumstances changed because i had so little control over the situation i was afraid to move on with my life because I felt like I was leaving her behind. Nothing was further from the truth. Me going out and becoming a a better person, getting up off of that mat and taking on my beast and overcoming fear, my gosh, that's the very best thing I ever could have done for my daughter. I mean, it's the very best thing I could do. I had no control over what she was gonna do anyway. Zero, zero control. Anyway, so whatever was gonna happen was going to happen however it happened, but I was making it worse. I was making it worse on myself and making it worse on everybody around me. And I wasn't giving her a very good example, was I? Because I kept telling my daughter to live in faith. I kept telling her to fight her beast. I kept telling her to stand up. I kept telling her to stop living in mediocrity. I kept telling her all of these things, but I wasn't doing any of them. So what kind of a, a lesson was I uh, giving her? What, I mean, what kind of an example was I? I was a terrible example. I mean, I may have been a good example of a person who lived with integrity and hard work, and there were things that I was still doing. But as far as the advice I was giving her, you know, it's like, stop telling and start showing. So that's what I finally decided I had to do. I mean, I thought, gee, how scary must it be for my daughter to try to to live with an addiction beast and, and even consider fighting it? And look at me. I'm just laying down on the mat, giving up, just, you know, being weak. And um, That wasn't a good example to set for my son. It wasn't a good, good example to set for anybody and frankly, my friends, let me just forget about everybody else for a minute. I was sick and tired of myself. I was sick and tired of my own thoughts. I was sick and tired of living in fear. I was sick and tired of letting the beast tell me who I was instead of who God had already told me I was. I was really, really sick and tired of my own thoughts. I was sick and tired of living in fear. I was sick and tired of being afraid that if something really bad happened worse than than already was going on which was already the unthinkable for me that I wouldn't make it I was already I was so tired of of believing that if something really bad happened to my daughter I wouldn't make it I was tired of being afraid of of financial security not having financial security I was tired of all of it maybe that's to you Maybe you've gotten to a point where you're just tired too, and you're just tired of it all. Does anybody know what they're talking about? Have you ever thought about, like, I'm tired of my own thoughts? I'm tired of hanging out with you, Valerie. I'm really getting tired of that self-talk that's going on here. I mean, that's what Anel said. I said she was sick of herself. I was sick of myself too, Anel. And while I'm sure there were parts of your personality that you weren't sick of that you thought, I mean, you're a really wonderful person, but... I was sick and tired of those self-defeating, negative thoughts. Those thoughts that were really self-perpetuating. If I kept it up, if I kept thinking of the worst and if I kept thinking that future was, was horrible and if I kept thinking that, that no- nothing you know good was happening in my future and everything that was good in my life had already occurred, if I kept that up, guess what I was gonna get? That's exactly what I was going to get. We tend to get what we think about, my friends. Because what we think about is magnified, what we think about grows, and what we think about we attract into our lives. You cannot be living in fear and somehow expect your life to be great. You can't live with hopelessness and somehow expect just some light bulb to turn on one day and and somebody's going to come and save you from it all you ha- this is your responsibility. I really wish I could do it for you. I wish I could just bottle up all this stuff and send it to you in the mail. But you have to do it for yourself. I had to do it for myself. I still do it for myself. Number 1, I do it for myself because I believe that God doesn't make any junk and he stuck me on this earth for a purpose no matter all the mistakes and bad choices that I've made. Um, in spite of it all, I'm still here for a reason, and so are you. You're still here for a reason, probably several reasons, and you're so important and valuable that it—it it really kind of—I really get passionate about this, don't I? You hear me getting a little excited because it kind of makes me mad that we're allowing the beast to do this to us. And you know, what are these beasts? For those of you who aren't familiar with my terminology, you know, the beast is shame. The beast is guilt. It is lack of confidence. It is victimhood. It is living in a pity party. It is negativity and hopelessness and helplessness. And where does it come from? Well, I can tell you what, it doesn't come from God because he doesn't want you living like that on this earth. We all know where it comes from and it ain't God. Let me just put it that way. And you can fill in the blanks for whatever it is you believe. And how does it happen to us? It happens to us because we go through stuff. Because like I said earlier, and I say it all the time, because life's tough, okay? If you've managed to get to, I'm 57, I'm I'm closing in on 58 here pretty soon in a couple months. If you've gotten to this age and you're somewhere around my age and life hasn't beat you up at all, well, hallelujah, praise the Lord. I am happy as heck for you, honestly, because life has beat us all up by the time we've lived a few decades on this planet. We're walking around with other wounded people, We're walking around with people who don't have our best interests at heart. We're walking around with strangers who don't even know we exist. And we're walking around with the beast and his minions who are just constantly in our heads if we allow him to be. So the battle's for your mind. So life, you're not going to avoid this thing about this reality. The true fact of the matter is that life is tough. And so we get beat up people betray us. We lose a loved one. We live in fear because a loved one is going in the wrong direction. We Maybe we've been abused. Maybe we had a very difficult childhood. Maybe we've made some bad decisions. You know, we married the wrong person or I mean, you know, these things happen to the best of us. So this whole culmination of things that make up your life story those are your beasts. These are these things that come at us. But, you know, it's not all bad news because really the, the difficulty, the challenges, the roadblocks, that's the stuff that builds us up. Those are the opportunities to make us stronger. We don't get stronger when life's going well. I mean, we might if we're doing some, you know, specific kind of work on ourselves, we might get a little stronger. But really the stuff that that really the, the situations that change our lives are the ones that come and either smack us upside the head and force us into a life of courage or we choose courage or both. And that's basically what happened to me. I mean, I got smacked, you know, right upside the head and the hits just kept coming and I stood at a crossroads and said, I have a choice. I can either choose to stand up and fight for my life and for my legacy, And for, you know, anything that's good in this world that I can be a part of, I can either fight for that or I can lay down on the mat and let the beast keep taking jabs at me, keep whispering in my ear, screaming in my face, telling me all sorts of crap that's not true about who I am or I can stand up and fight. And so, you know, that's where I am. and And I really hope that's where a lot of you are. I see a lot of names that are going across here now that are in my still standing tribe coaching membership So I know that you've all made the decision to fight, but these are just, these are constant decisions, my friends, because there are always going to be things that scare us and things that we choose to focus on. Here's the thing about overcoming fear. You, the more you stare at a scary situation, the scarier it becomes. The more you stare at your beast, the bigger he becomes. The more you stare at the thing you fear, the more you will fear it. So now I'm gonna tell you something that might sound like staring at it, but it's not. I'm telling you to stand up and stare your fears right in the face. That's different than standing in fear and looking up at this big thing that's scaring that you know what out of you. That's completely different than you standing up and saying, okay, bully, I've had enough. And that's what I had to do. I had to say, I've had enough of you beast. I declared war publicly on the beast, so yeah. He's come at me pretty hard ever since I've done that and repeated it. I'll repeat it again tonight. I'm publicly declaring war on the beast. I've declared war on my beast. I will have to stay in that battle forever for sure. I declared war on fear. I declared war on lack and uncertainty and uh, or being afraid of uncertainty, I should say. I've I'm standing up to all of that. And that's what you have to do. You have to be determined. Nell said, raise your weapons. That's right. I'm telling you, my friends, you get your spiritual armor on, you link arms with other warriors. That's what you do because other warriors will help you. When you start to fall, they will lift you up. That's, what's really cool about my still standing tribe membership. Everybody's there to link arms with each other and, you know, pull each other up when they need it. Get your spiritual armor on link arms with other people, link arms with people like me, because together we can stand through anything. I truly believe that. And that, and that's important. Who you surround yourself with is important. If you're surrounding yourself with other people who are in a pity party, guess where you're going to stay? You're never going to look for the exit door because, you know, all your buddies are hanging out with you. You need to hang out with warriors, hang out with people that well, you know, some some people should that you're surrounding yourself should be people who are where you would like to be, because that gives you hope. If you look around and you can't see anybody that that has gotten to where you would like to be, you're not going to have hope. So you've got to keep hanging out, hang out with people like me, because I will constantly feed you with hope. Hang out with people like Annelle. she's full of hope too. This is. This is really your choice, my friends. It really is. I mean, I say this all the time. If you're looking for a quick fix, I'm not your girl because I don't believe in quick fixes with pretty much anything unless, you know, you broke something and you got some of that super glue. That might be a quick fix. (laughs) But other than that, there is no quick fix to overcoming fear, becoming a courageous person. There's no quick fix to developing strong faith that, you know, strong faith that really has you standing no matter what the future holds it's up to you it's truly up to you and um oh some some people here are now talking about still standing live some of you that aren't going to be able to make it this year bummer too bad it's going to be even better than it was last year but guess what we're not going anywhere you'll have to come to the next one Still standing live for those of you who don't know is going to be in Palm Springs, California. And I would do whatever you could to get there because there really is something there, these live videos and even any kind of video technology is pretty incredible, but there's something about being in the presence of other people. There's an energy that you cannot get, um, you know, without being literally physically in a, in a room full of people. So I hope that I will see a lot of you faces. I already know some of you I've seen your tickets, uh, Purchases come in. So I know I'm gonna see some familiar faces, and I'm excited that we will see some new faces too at Still Standing Live. So go to ValerieSilvera.com if you want to get your tickets to Still Standing Live or get your you know, get your get some resources. Don't just sit there and hope and wish and dream. You've got to take action. Join the Still Standing tribe and get some coaching. I mean, this is a, a very affordable way for you to surround yourself with tools and resources and with hope. So that's my message for you tonight. You're not going to be able to eliminate fear. You can't eliminate fear because life is a little bit scary. But what you can do without question is you can stand up to fear. You can stand up and make the decision that you're going to be courageous, that you're no longer gonna live in paralyzing fear, that you're tired of the negative self-talk that's running through your brain every five minutes, five seconds maybe. But it's your choice. As I said earlier, no one can make it for you. I wish that were the case, that somebody could make it for you. Because I'd do it right now. But it's up to you. All I can do is give you the tools, give you some encouragement, give you some motivation, and empower you to stand. But ultimately, it's your decision. I truly hope you make it, my friends, because the world needs you. I mean, there's something, there is some moment That somebody needs to have and they need to have it with you. But if you're laying down on the mat and you're defeated and you're hopeless and helpless and you no longer believe that you have anything waiting for you in the future, you're going to miss the moment. You're going to miss a moment that is so incredibly important to somebody else's journey. So please make sure to stand up. And fight. Anel said, Don't go into the fight without a plan. That's right. Join the Still Standing Tribe because when you join as a premium member, which is the annual, you're going to get a whole year along with the monthly coaching and everything else. You're going to get a whole year's plan. And we call it the Still Standing Tribe Boot Camp. So I'd love to see you get on that track because it's really going to help you. I'm telling you, these nine actions are exactly what I did and what I still do to keep living with courage, despite everything that's happened in my past and whatever is going on right now, all the challenges that I still face, these are the actions that I use. And I know they're working for a lot of other people. So my friends choose courage. You have a choice. You can choose fear because actually, let me just tell you something real quick. If you don't choose courage by default, you already chose fear. You either you're either living with fear or you're living with courage. There's either one or the other. And if you don't choose courage, somebody's already chosen for you. So that's my encouragement to you. Make that decision today to stand up and fight and know that whatever you're going through, it can be completely different from what I'm going through or anyone else in my still standing tribe or anyone else that you decide to link arms with. But we all go through the same emotions. A lot of the same feelings that we have when we go through these struggles. So whatever you're going through, you're not alone. Link arms with us because the world is waiting for you to get out there and shine your light. Thanks again for listening to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. Please be sure to follow me on social media, and go to my website at com, where I have lots of awesome resources to help you stand up and fight and to remain standing. Link arms with me. You are not alone and you don't have to do this alone. Together, we can get through anything. Please know that I'm always standing with you. Have an awesome day.